Hey guys, hope you're having an amazing day. I'm super excited about what we're going to do right here. And so these are bonus episodes specifically around Holy Week. Now you may be saying, Zach, Easter is a couple weeks away. Isn't Holy Week the week that leads up to Easter? Yes, it is. Uh, But the reason that we're doing these bonus episodes now is because we want you to act on them. We believe that Holy Week, these specific things that Jesus did leading up to Easter, should impact every single day of our life. And it should cause us to live a certain way, to think a certain way, uh, really to see our purpose in a different way, because we are all called to win the world. At our house, our favorite holiday is Easter. And that may sound crazy because we don't get presents on Easter or anything like that. There's a lot of candy on Easter, right? But the reason Easter is our favorite holiday is as you grow and mature and it's less about presents, you, you realize what Easter signifies is so monumental. But something that a lot of times we don't realize is everything that happened on Holy Week or the week leading up to Jesus's death in resurrection. So there's going to be four bonus episodes around Holy Week to propel your purpose of winning the world in this special time of year called Easter. So Holy Week. Again, Holy Week is leading up to Easter, right? And so we're going to break. We have four uh, different episodes around this. And the first episode, this episode, is going to be around what happened on Palm Sunday, Maybe you've heard that Palm Sunday. So if Jesus was crucified on Good Friday, go back right to that Sunday before, and that's called Palm Sunday. Now, if you're familiar with the Gospels or Jesus' life, you've heard some of this. This is when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, right? And it's called Palm Sunday because whenever Jesus was coming into the into Jerusalem, people were laying down palm branches, right? Uh, which which uh, which which kind of laying out his path. But actually, and something that's special about Holy Week is there were so many uh, prophecies that were fulfilled during. Holy Week, but actually in Zechariah 9 9, which is the Old Testament, before Jesus came, it says, Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See your king comes to you, righteous and victorious. Now, just for a second, stop. Righteous, when you, you think about a king showing up, righteous and victorious, just this monumental king, right? You think about high and mighty, right? That's even like some of the language that we would use when you think about like this exalted king. Yet in Zechariah 9.9, this is way, this is before Jesus shows up. It says, see your king of kings, uh, righteous and victorious, low and riding on a donkey, on a colt, a foal of a donkey. So we know uh, from the gospels, right, that Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on a donkey, right? This fulfilled a prophecy hundreds that was written hundreds of years before Jesus shows up but this is what's happening on Palm Sunday uh, another prophecy that's written back in Psalms 118 verses 25 and 26 they say Lord save us Lord grant us success or more popular if you've seen maybe an Easter play or something like that they were saying Hosanna Hosanna which means the same thing. So on Palm Sunday, Jesus shows up. 
Jesus comes into Jerusalem. In Matthew 21, 9, it says that the crowds that went ahead of him and those that follow shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This was such a massive moment. But hey, what and really what I wanted us to think about in this bonus episode as we point to our purpose of winning our world. On Sunday, they're laying their palm branches down. Hosanna, Hosanna, the King of Kings, Hosanna. And it's not. Just a few days later, they're yelling, crucify him, crucify him. And in this episode, in this moment, as we lead up to Holy Week, I want us to take a moment and think, has our outlook on Jesus shifted? Has our focus on Jesus shifted? Was there a time in your life where you were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, great is your name, God, high and lifted up. I lay down my hope for you, in you, and through you. And now it's give us Barabbas instead. Because whenever you do look ahead and whenever Pilate gives people a choice, you can either have Jesus or you can have Barabbas. Somewhere in between Sunday and Thursday, they went from saying, uh, celebrate to crucify, from I'll lay down palm branches to, I won't stand up for you. When it comes to our walk with God, has our, have we gotten used to him? Is our, our uh, commitment to the king, is it circumstantial? Because whenever he was riding in on that donkey, people were celebrating. But then when the opportunity came to choose a person that maybe looked a little bit more like the Savior they wanted, and that's really what I want us to think about today. As we look forward to Palm Sunday coming, as we look forward to Easter, this holy season, right, of life, they chose Barabbas. You know why? Because Barabbas was an insurrectionist. Barabbas was, he was a violent uh, fighter against Roman oppression. And Jesus was saying, hey, there's a kingdom that needs to be built, and it's the kingdom of of heaven. He told us in Matthew, this is Matthew 6, this is how you should pray. My kingdom come and my will should be done. And so for us, what I want to ask you, has somewhere between you've given your life to Christ and now, has your focus shifted? Have you shifted to looking instead of the Savior that we've been given in Jesus? Have you started to look to a Savior that looks more like what you want, whether it's money, or people-pleasing, or busyness, or affirmations. Hey, in this holy season, you know, there, there, life just happens in seasons. And my prayer is that this wouldn't just be a holy week that we'll celebrate here in a few weeks, but this would be a holy season. I want to ask you to reflect on your, on your commitment. I want, you to, I want to ask you to reflect. Are you still laying palms down of your life saying, holy, 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 hosanna, 
Hosanna, this is my king, this is my savior, this is who I choose? Or have you chosen a Barabbas-type savior that looks more like what you want? And when you you say, Zach, there's no way, brother, I, I wouldn't pick another savior besides Jesus. Well, savior is what you're depending on. What are you depending on? As we lead and we think about Palm Sunday, I want to ask you to lay down your life like they lay down those palm branches. And what's that going to look like? That's going to look like you sharing your faith. That's going to look like you praying for people, loving people. That's going to look like you inviting people to Easter. Uh, If you come to Faith Promise or wherever you go to church, you're inviting people to experience God's presence. So, hey, let's not let Palm Sunday be a moment in time, but let's make a commitment that we will daily, hourly, moment conversations, we will lay our lives down like we wish they continue to lay those palm branches down saying, Holy Hosanna, Lord of my life. I love you. Your purpose is to win the world, and we're so excited to do it with you. I'll see you on the next bonus episode.
All right, hey, welcome to another bonus episode as we're leading up to Easter and we're talking about Holy Week. These bonus episodes are about Holy Week. I'm so excited about the day that we're going to talk about. Now, the on the first bonus episode, we talked about Palm Sunday. Now, today we're skipping to Thursday, and so it would take quite a few episodes to talk about everything that happened on all the days. So can I just, can I really just encourage you, really, I mean, if it just, let me be vulnerable. Let me just beg you, please look up Holy Week, do some research, look at what happened. You'd be shocked how much happens from Sunday to Saturday, right? With all the things that happen, a lot of, if you grew up in church, a lot of the things that you've heard Jesus say or do, it happened in that week. A lot of stuff happened in that week. So we talked about Palm Sunday when they were laying down their palm branches saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then something happened between uh, between uh, Sunday and uh, Friday. But again, we're not going to talk about that yet. Let's talk about Thursday. Now, Thursday, I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong. I don't have Rachel with me. She's the one that can pronounce all the words. Uh, but uh, Mandy, Mandy uh, Thursday. I know I'm saying that wrong. But uh, and so, but here's what's so here's what's so special about this day. This day is not a day for a bunch of public ministry. This is the day in the upper room when Jesus and his disciples share the Last Supper. So again, you've seen the famous painting of the Last Supper. You you've seen all that. Well, this happens on Thursday. Remember, it, it, on on Friday is you know Good Friday is when he's crucified. This is the day before he gets crucified. It's it's wild how close all this stuff happens together. And so he is having this. And also, hey, whenever you have when you, when you take communion. Uh, you know, uh, which again, it, it, there, there's a lot here, but whenever you take communion and you drink that juice and you eat that cracker, a lot of this is going back to right here, the Last Supper. Now, just a little bit more history for you. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. The Last Supper is something they were doing called Passover. Now, Passover, if you go all the way back uh, to whenever God took the Israelites, his people, out of slavery in Egypt, Passover, uh, what Passover is celebrating is whenever, uh, whenever God set the Israelites free and he gave, Mo, he gave Pharaoh nine other opportunities and Pharaoh didn't take them. So the last plague that was sent was the death of the firstborn of anybody who did not put the blood of a pure lamb on the doorpost of their home. And so the Jewish people, God's people, they put the blood of the doorpost of a lamb on their door, and then the the judgment angel passed over. That's why it's called Passover, right? He passed over and there was no death in their home. So this is this is a uh, a symbolism of freedom. This is a symbolism of God's provision. This is a symbolism of God bringing them into a freedom that they could not do themselves. And so, I mean, just see the symbolism of what this means. And so whenever you take the the Lord's Supper, when you take communion, just know like all the symbolism that comes with that. But on this Thursday, he is having this He's having this dinner with his disciples. He predicts that one will betray him. But one of these things, which is massive, and that word I'm just so botching right now, 
is from the Latin word that means madame, um, uh, which is commandment or mandate. Now, on that Thursday, Jesus gave his disciples a new command, which is why we use that term that I'm botching, right? Uh, The word in this context is used by Jesus after he washes the feet of his disciples. Now, let's just take a moment. This is why these little bonus episodes are so special. Take a moment and put yourself in Jesus' shoes. Jesus knows what's coming. Right, He's going to leave here and go to the Garden of Gethsemane and, and pray with such fervor and anguish that he is going to sweat blood. This is a crazy day for him. Yet his disciples, who are a lot like us, we see them bickering throughout his ministry about who's the greatest. And at this supper, it's only Jesus and his disciples. And because they're so prideful and because they're so arrogant, And Jesus told them that he's going to Jerusalem and he will be killed there, yet they're so worried. They're so worried about who's the greatest. They're so worried about posturing and positioning, about being first, that no one washes the feet. See, the Jewish, they, they, and and this time they ate a little bit differently than us, and they would kind of lay on their sides. And that means that somebody's feet would be kind of close to your face. And they weren't wearing, you know, uncreased Jordans, right? They were wearing sandals. Their feet would have been nasty. Their feet would have been dirty. And so it was customary for a servant, can I repeat that, for a servant to wash people's feet as they came in. They didn't have that servant to wash the disciples' feet. And not one, listen, every disciple would have known that that needed to happen. They, they, these were, these were religious Jewish people, they would have known that the feet needed to be washed. Not one of them did it. And so on this day, Jesus decides that he will wash their feet. Jesus knows what's coming. Jesus knows that there's a traitor in the room in Judas Iscariot. Jesus knows that he's about to go through the most brutal pain. He's about to go to a garden and beg God that his friends, his disciples, are going to fall asleep in the garden when he's asking to pray. And what's he do? He takes off his rabbi robe, his rabbinical robe, puts on a towel, and he washes their feet. This is what happened on this Thursday. John 13, 34, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. What was so different and special because the command to love others that was that's been in since since the old testament but the reason jesus said a new commandment i give you that you love one another just as i have loved you is because jesus is introducing modeling and living a new kind of love one that we'll see later where it says that greater love has no one that one that would lay his life down for his friends. On this Thursday, we see Jesus be a servant. Before Jesus dies on that cross, before Jesus gets the betrayal kiss from Judas, he's washing. He washed Judas's feet. So as we prepare our hearts for a holy season, as we get ready for this holy season, so we look at Holy Week, we see the most humble act of eternity that not only did Jesus come from heaven to earth, live a perfect life for 33 and a half years, he washes the feet 
of the men that he knew, as we'll learn on our next bonus episode, would betray him while he was on the cross. Only one would show up. I don't know about you, but I'm just so struck by my pride and how much I think about me. And on the Holy Week, the holiest person that'll ever walk the face of the earth served, washed feet, and gave a new command. And that's our challenge as we live to Easter, that we would live this new command, that we would love one another just as Christ has loved us. Please love one another. So as we lead up to Easter, love others, pray for others, share your faith with others, invite them to Easter. God, just pray that we would we would look for opportunities. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would put in our minds, in our way, opportunities to impact people. In this Holy Week, I think the greatest thing we could do is follow Jesus' example on this Holy Thursday and love people as he loved us. I believe in you. The fact that you're watching this podcast, Jesus made a way for you to hear, see, and know that your purpose is to love people. Love people to what end? Love them so you can win your world, win them to Jesus. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'll see you on the next bonus episode.